Hello everyone, welcome to Maharangi Vineyard Church Live. <clears throat> another Sunday, another video. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to start coughing. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, we thought we'd change it up. Change is as good as a holiday, so there we go. Enjoy. Um, yeah, the weather's looking wonderful. Probably the, the first time we had to actually turn the lights on and, and have more lighting than less. So, welcome. Enjoy. Hopefully you're enjoying a cozy morning in. If you're around here anyway, it's raining. And, um, but it sounds like it will be clearing off soon. You hope you'll put your clocks forward. Oh, that's Obviously, right. Yes, yeah. Did, here, yeah, but... if you're watching, yeah, you've put your clocks forward. Yeah. It's lovely. The phones do it for you now, which is good. So, yeah, just a few um, notices to start off with. So we have, hopefully you've seen posted on this page, but this Friday for the ladies, we've actually now got two things happening for the ladies. We've got in the morning, uh, meeting at Little and Local at 9.45, and then we'll head down to the beach, um, or hopefully the sweater's long gone, and just a chance to hang out and connect. Um, coffees are on us, so if you're around and would love to come to that, we'd love you to be there. Um, I forgot what I was going to say about it. Anyway, and then Lisa Binden has really kindly offered for those who work or can't make Friday morning that she is going to do a dessert night at her house on Friday night at 7 o'clock. So that is all on this Facebook Live page. So if you're planning to come, it would be great, especially for Lisa, if you could RSVP to her, that would be cool. And then for the guys, um, so they don't miss out, they are going to meet on Friday night at 7 o'clock at Cheers which is um, now Mark and Marlene's new place, along with Little and Local. So they'll be meeting there at seven o'clock. Again, um, we would love to pay for a drink for all the guys and to gather there and catch up with each other. So this week, believe it or not, unless I have missed it, not one single birthday. Wow. Which last week I think we had the most we've ever had, and this <laughs> week we've had none. So if you had a birthday and we missed it, so sorry, happy birthday. Um, and if you had a wedding anniversary, happy anniversary. So we just wanted to briefly share our decision why we didn't go back to gathering today, because uh, we are in, no, we're not in level one. No, no, no we're still we're level, level one. Two. We're in level two. So the reason we made that call is because we could have gathered, we would have had to have kept the kids out, and we would have had to social distance in the hall and limit it to 100 adults in the hall. So for Lyndon and I and those we kind of glean wisdom from, we made the call because it actually so doesn't feel like who we are as a people to meet that way. And hopefully it's only this Sunday and next Sunday and then we can be back together again. So, and that's why we're kind of doing the event for the guys, one for the ladies. There's going to be a tribe one coming up in the second week of the school holidays, so watch out for that. And then next Sunday night, we are going to do a chapel service in the factory, obviously limited to 100 and all those other things we need to, we need to do to do that safely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just keep an eye on this page because everything will be posted there and hopefully all going well, we will be back together again soon. Yes, on the 11th, on the 11th, which definitely we'll have to celebrate again. So, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I just wanted to start this morning. I kind of would just share a little bit about um, how things have been going. Uh, I know for, for me personally, you know, 2020 has just been, I guess it's just kind of one of those things you, 
I can look, not that I'm looking back already, but hoping to, hoping to see the end of it. But it's, it's been obviously a year for all of us that that really sort of change has been thrust upon us and, and sort of from week to week, you know, particularly if you're in New Zealand, you're watching, we, you're all of a sudden you sort of plan your day from day to day, from announcements and all that kind of stuff. And, and so one of the things for me personally, I found really hard in, in all, of, all of this season that we've been in has been um, the planning of, of church calendar and, and kind of looking at um, sermon series and the focuses on Sunday morning. It's been a big, big part of, of my life and my work and, and kind of just being able to pull back sometimes and look at, okay, what are we going to do in this term? How are we going to focus? And how does that relate to what we looked at last term? And, and what are we going to do in the term after that? And, and then obviously one of my highlights, which I'm not even letting myself think <laughs> that we won't be doing Advent this year, for, you know, together. Um, if we can't, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of those caravan going down fast and going down hard. But anyway, we will be, I'm sure. But what I found is <clears throat> really quite surprising how unsettled and, and frustrated I've been with, with just sort of not being able to have like a bit of a, a mapping and, and really how, how grounded I've kind of felt knowing that, you know, in this, in this next term, we're going to be looking at this or that. I don't think it makes me a control freak. I just think it just sort of gives it that sense of, of a groundedness or a settledness of, of this is where we're heading. And so really for me, going forward, I have found, you know, hard enough to hear God in this season, you know, for, for really what, what, what is appropriate, what are we going to look at it, what are we going to talk about in these messages um, and then really, is there going to be a series or, and then how does that series work out? Are we going to be here on Facebook live? Are we going to be together? What's that going to look like? All of those things. So needless to say, you know, remember back when we were doing that prayer series, I have been leaning heavily into the practice and prayer of lament, you know, that ugly prayer of God, well, you know, why, why? And so this week I was at the factory, I was actually cleaning it which sounds really sad, but it was actually really good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed um, cleaning up the factory. But whilst I was vacuuming and, and sort of cleaning the factory, getting it ready for, for someone to be able to use it, I was kind of just praying. And I was like, God, uh, you know, just that real lament of, I need to hear from you. I need you to give me um, some direction on, on what, what we look at, how, you know, what next, where do we go? to from here and kind of still vacuuming and feeling definitely, you know, that sort of air of whingy prayer and whining, <laughs> you know, like, God, I it's need you. Yeah, yeah. That's a spiritual gift of mine. Yeah. Um, and so I was sort of vacuuming. And then if you've ever been in the factory in the corner by the tribe cupboard, there are there are three big signs. And, and I sort of looked up and I'd, you know how you see things and then sometimes you actually see it. And I saw these three signs stacked on top of each other and I read them and they were, and it said fun, friendship and faith. And I read it and then almost immediately I really felt a sense of God saying, there you go. Why don't, why don't you try doing that? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's kind of like taken aback. Um, and to be honest, I was, I was really taken back because, and, and maybe the thought probably crossed my mind is, oh, is there a, have you got anything else for me, God? You know, like 
for, it's particularly fun. Like, what, what does that mean? What does fun mean? Um, it's kind of one of those words that's so simple. It's such a short, simple word, but, but feels so difficult. I know, at least for me and where I, I'm at, that feels really, really difficult. You know, my own life feels, I don't know about you, but, but it feels dominated by things like pandemics. Um, you know, we've got here in New Zealand our elections and it feels overwhelmed by referendums and, and televised debates and, and kind of worries about what next or the future or, yeah, just sort of obligations and, and what's happening. And, and fun, for me, you know, just in reflecting on it as I was vacuuming, just seems to get pushed out really really quickly very easily it feels very frivolous you know the inner adult slash inner grumpy old man within me sort of piped up then and was like what does fun have to do with real life you know fun is something that kids have before they grow up and so yeah here at this point you might be wondering oh is Lyndon the best person to be um, doing a, a talk on fun so that's why Angela's here but but now so it was kind of one of those things of sort of wondering, and yet, and yet I had heard then, kind of, in, as I kind of went through it, I heard a really valuable kind of mind exercise, or kind of a, and and this person that was speaking had sort of invited everyone to do it. So I might just might as well invite us to do it now, which is to close your eyes and imagine what Jesus looked like, say, adult Jesus, you know, sort of. Um, what did what did he look like instead of the the speaker who was going through you know kind of then guided them through and and kind of said you know for most most of us you know Jesus first century um, Jew uh, it would have been um, dark hair probably brown skin beard and then and then he said something which I was really surprised with he said so how many of you you know when you pictured what Jesus would look like um, imagined a massive grin on his face, a massive smile on his face. And, and so, yeah, I wonder how many of us imagine Jesus being fun, being joyful, because I think we should and we can. I think Jesus was an incredibly fun person to be around. I think he was incredibly joyful. You know, we've been looking at the Kingdom of God series and so many of Jesus' stories, so many of the parables Jesus used to articulate or to um, sort of bring revelation of what the kingdom of God looked like, so many of them included like feasts, parties, weddings, events, gatherings. They were fun places and there's something about the kingdom of God. There's something about Jesus that is incredibly fun, that is incredibly joyful. You know, and the, the great thing about fun and about joy, I, I was thinking, is that just as human beings, we are so different. Um, so is fun for all of us. For me, fun is being out in the garden. Maybe not today, but for the most part, you know, if, if I need some fun, I'll, you know, put some gloves on, get the shovel out and go out in the garden and do something in there, plant something or tend to something. Um, I love it. This week, I found um, some great fun, and I was watching 
<clears throat> now, don't judge me. Thankfully, we're online, so I can't see, hear the groans and the eyes. But I was watching um, little YouTube cleaning hacks on, <laughs> online, which sounds really bad. I yeah, know that. I'm saying it out loud. But I saw this thing about grout, and you clean it with, you know, there's a, that toilet cleaner that has a little tiny spout. And so you run that down your grout lines and get a toothbrush and you, oh, use the bleachy one, and you and you can clean the grout. And I thought, oh, I don't think I've ever cleaned the grout in our kitchen, dining room, you know, back entrance. And so I tr I started it and I tried it. Oh my goodness, it was the best fun I've had all week. Which probably means yeah, I need to go to sad. more counseling than I already go to. But oh my goodness, it was so much fun and so fun for all of us. And it's not just that. Like fun for me is. Is, is sharing great food with even better people. Fun is, is gathering around a table and, and sort of chatting with other people. Fun for me is actually being there for people in really, um, really difficult or hard times, you know, journeying closely with people as they go through hard things in life. I'm, I feel like I'm digging myself into a hole. So Angela, what about you? What, what's fun for you? Yeah, it's quite different. It was not doing the grout. He started and then I said, you you have to finish now because that looks terrible what you haven't done, which he did finish. But fun to me, um, it was really good to think about. And it, f the first thing that came to mind, which again is quite self-revealing, is the sound of the front door closing when the last person leaves in the morning. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I remember when this last level thing changed and the kids went back to school and everyone was back to work and I put on that song all by myself. It's actually a really sad song when you listen to it. That wasn't why I put it on, but it was just like celebrating that I was all by myself. So for me, there's an element of that, of fun is, um, is peace and quiet. And yeah, it's also love to have a coffee with a friend. That is for me, um, yeah, I, I, I love to be intentional about doing those things. It's trying to be intentionally present with someone. It has to be on my list as baking. I do do that for fun and love to create in the kitchen. I hate cooking, but I love baking. Um, and then I love to give that away. And I think that's really been highlighted for me. It's like to not just baking, but to, to be able to give something to someone else. It doesn't have to be something physical, but even just like I said, like time or, um, yeah, intentionality to, to really be present with someone is, is fun for me, along with walking, love to, we went into Mount Tamahanga last Sunday. That Some actually humble wasn't, brag, I love that. that. Was, but it yeah. wasn't fun, actually, <laughs> No, that wasn't fair. fun at all, it was my knees. terrible. Um, but yeah, getting out in nature and traveling, all of those amazing things we can't do right now, but we, we definitely do love to do that. So, yeah. So I thought, what a great opportunity. You know, this is the first, first sermon challenge um, or takeaway for all of you is, you know, we're, we're in the, we're just starting school holidays, particularly for everyone here in New Zealand anyway that's watching. I can see some other people from America who somehow got in. But we'll leave you there. <laughs> but but for us here now, <laughs> um, for us here now, and um, let's make that a challenge. A takeaway is the the cool thing is you know if if fun for you isn't cleaning cars or or scrubbing grout, um, send us some photos of you having fun, of your family having fun, of or even a short video. 
and we'll put it up online here and we can we can encourage one another in what fun looks like in in and sort of be be challenged by one another to be people who embrace fun with both mm -hmm. hands i think that has got to be the best sermon challenge i've ever heard certainly one of the best ones that i've ever given is to go have fun and so so we'd love to see that over the next few weeks um one of the things that I think of when I think, and I've probably even said it already, is when, when you think of fun, uh, and, and this kind of goes back to when I really started thinking as I was cleaning the factory, um, fun, you know, what is fun? And I immediately, well, not immediately, but I soon, soon got to another really short word, you know, three-letter word, but one that is incredibly powerful and has so much meaning, and that is, that is joy. And I sort of got to thinking about, you know, Scripture is filled, filled with invitations for us to embrace joy, to be people of joy. Like I said before, you know, so much of Jesus, who Jesus actually was, was joy. And certainly his message, the good news of the kingdom, it's joyful, it's good news. And, and you know, um, one of the ones that I wanted to read or Angela for us to read is is Galatians and joy is right there in the middle of of scripture saying you know if you want to know what it looks like to have it to have the spirit of the living God the Holy Spirit living in you um, there's this list and joy is right at the top <clears throat> of the list yes yeah, so I'll read from Galatians 5 verses 22 to 26 and it's the New Living Translation put the glasses on um, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. You know, one of the, one of the craziest things about, about joy and, re and really fun, um, I guess you can kind of hold the two together, is that it really for so often comes down to our choice. You know, we, we can choose joy. Joy, um, unlike, unlike happiness, I guess you could use as an analogy, but, but, but joy isn't based on, on a perfect um, scenario or a perfect set of circumstances. You know, we don't have to wait for everything to be going right to embrace joy. You know, Jesus modeled for us joy in the midst of in the midst of hard times, in the midst of a thing, of all of the things, excuse me, that Jesus could say and do, he constantly reminded us of joy, the good news of the gospel, the good news of the kingdom coming. You know, we started 2018 of, or 19, sorry, I should say, of looking at of the Sermon on the Mount, good news to those, blessed are those who, and, and they weren't that when everything is okay. It's in the midst of, of hard times. We can choose joy, and there's joy available to us. The message of, of Jesus is a message of joy. It's a message of fun. It's the message of happiness, no matter what is going on in the world, in our world right now. Yeah, I'm just 
Um, you yeah, yeah, no, no, you're good. I'm just going to read from Luke. Uh, Luke 4, verses 16 to 19. And it says, When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah the prophet was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written. <clears throat> Sorry. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favour has come. And then it carries on. Um, I, I just think like here, sorry. so no, 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 that's good. Jesus was quoting Isaiah and, and he was quoting it in a first century context that everyone listening would have known, would have had Isaiah memorized. I don't know if any of us would be able to do that today, um, but, but they all would have. And they would have all known, and this is so cool because this is Jesus announcing like, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. Um, if you, when you see me, this is what I want you to see. When you hear me, this is what I want you to hear. And they would have all known this very next verse, the very next couple of verses in, in Isaiah. And, and I just think it's so powerful for us today in the midst of the world that we live in and such a wonderful challenge to be people of joy. So Isaiah 61 carries on this way. He says, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come, and with it the day of the Lord's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. I love that, a, a joyous blessing instead of mourning. You know, we have, I started out by saying, you know, it's so easy to be feel overwhelmed by all of the things that are kind of bombarding us at the moment. But the one thing that we can do is remember that there is a joyous blessing instead of all of those things in store for us, waiting for us, um, that will be coming again. You know, of all of the things of Jesus' life, in his, in his words, in his message, in his death, and, and in his resurrection, everything that he said, everything that he did, was a great and beautiful, fun message of joy. And it wasn't a message of joy that, that needs, to, needs for us to pretend like the hard times don't exist or the difficulties in life and, and living in this present age, you know, like sort of, it wasn't an invitation to live like um, in, a, in a la la land. And that's not what joy is. Joy is saying, you know, in the midst of, of every situation and every circumstance, um, we have the joyous opportunity to invite Jesus into our world. And that makes all of the difference. You know, if you're watching, and I'm just kind of ad-libbing for a moment, but, but like if you're watching and you haven't ever invited Jesus into your life or you haven't for a long time, you know, what better place, what better time than now? That Jesus, it's not that he'll come in and, and everything will be perfect and, and you'll never have another difficult day in the rest of your life. But what it means is you will joyfully be able to go through every hardship, every, every difficulty of this life, 
knowing that you are not alone, knowing that Jesus is walking with you and he knows what it is to be in pain. He knows what it is to suffer and to, and to go through hardships. And he knows how to do that in joy. So um, when we were preparing this, I kept banging on at Lyndon and saying, but what about that kind of practical? Because I, I always find that really hard with joy. It's like, be joyful. I'm like, yeah, but I can't. And I don't, you know. So kind of reflecting back on my life as a follower of Jesus and, and over the last probably few years, I would say um, a practice that has become part of who I am and part of what I do that has really led me to know what it is to have joy in the, what Lyndon was talking about in the hard times and the good times is that practice of generosity and it truly has become a key for me of a life of joy. I've learned to take the focus off myself and to ask God, you know, what, what can I do today for someone else? It's a generous way to live and for me it's a life-giving way to live. Of joy it just brings me joy it allows joy to kind of be in me no matter what is happening around me and I think I mean Lyndon has hugely taught me this along with Jesus but um, <laughs> Jesus first Lyndon. <laughs> yeah but yeah. no maybe that, listen that, to him yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm saying Lyndon is such a generous person and and I get to reap the rewards of that. But Jesus was also so mm. generous. Lennon always says that to me. He walked this earth giving his life away mm. over and over again. And ultimately, he, he gave his life away. And so for me, when I get stuck in those places that aren't very hopeful, that aren't full of joy, that are kind of dark, I find for me the way out is to look up to him, then to look out and to give myself away, to do something lovely for someone else. There's kind of nothing that brings me mm. more joy. I think we've all been created to be really generous people with whatever we have. And I can honestly say, sitting here today, that it truly is better to, to give than to receive. And I'm also often been on the receiving end, and and that too is just you feel so loved and seen by God when you when someone does something kind for you. I really, really can't say strongly enough that joy comes from not focusing inwards but looking outwards. Looking to Jesus and then looking out. So I, like Linda said, that challenge of having fun, I would just love to challenge us this week to, to do that. Like I, I know we're all wired differently and for some people to kind of, um, I don't want to say people aren't generous, but to, for some people it's much harder to kind of mm. shift the focus. But I guess that's what my challenge is. Can I ask you this week to, to shift your focus to kind of, we have Jesus, and so can we take that and not package it for ourselves and hold it tightly, but can we take that and can we give it away? Can we ask him to show us this week something we can do for someone else. I'm not saying buy someone something or anything like that, but just to... Well, they can buy me something, maybe. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but just something that mm. you can... Maybe you can write a note. Maybe you can send a text. Maybe you mm. can... Like, I love to bake and give baking away because if I don't, we all eat it and get fat. But 
that's not the only reason. I actually love mm. to be able to bless people with baking. And so whatever it is, my challenge is just ask God to show you the other and the looking out. And I can almost, not money back guarantee, but I can tell you that you will find joy in mm. giving. Definitely. It is the best place to live from. Wonderful. So there you go. Have fun and live generously. Two simple challenges. Let's do that. I'll pray and, and we can go off and enjoy our days. Um, enjoy school holidays. Stay safe, everyone. Um, hey, reminding too before I pray is continue to pray for Alan. Alan's um, carrying on through his cancer treatment, going, going pretty well. He's finished his first round and I think surgery is booked in toward the end of October. And so, so continue to pray for Alan and Sandra. Um, also, we sent out a message too for Kim. Continue to pray for her. You know, she's sort of at the very um, beginning of a journey and just really, um, yeah, just continue to lift her up knowing that she is not alone mm -hmm. and that we are all with her, standing with her, praying for her. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, so I'll pray and we can, we can finish this morning. So Father, I thank you so much for you know just for those i thank you for tribe actually i thank you for their their leading and even now like as we we look at those those three things those fun friendship and faith god would you would you challenge us in this week and and over our school holidays of what what fun looks like what it looks like to be people of of um, the kingdom who, who pursue fun, who pursue joy. Um, I pray for wonderful times for families and individuals over this next couple of weeks of school holidays. Pray for safety um, as people travel and really just fun no matter what situation or circumstance we find ourselves in. Joy in the midst of all of it, in, in knowing that you are with us and that you never leave us and you never forsake us. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a great week, guys. And we look forward to seeing your um, pictures of fun, your short videos mm. of fun. They, they need to be pretty short, otherwise we can't upload them. So yeah. really no more than a minute, you know. And we don't really want to see much more of a minute than of your fun. It makes <laughs> us feel bad now. So have a great time. Look forward to seeing lots of posts. And we'll, we'll put those all up. Um, and maybe if anyone wants to send me any cleaning apps too, I could look, no. for, look for those as well. I could do a video of me brushing the grout with a toothbrush. That would be fun. It would be great. Yeah. Thanks. See ya. <laughs>